Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And my friends, we are one or two clicks closer to that happening. Yes. Uh, we've been down for about two and a half, three weeks now talking about what's going on with the COVID virus. And um, during that time, I've been suggesting that there is going to be a fallout, that this is going to lead to probably some of the best buying opportunities since 2008, uh, when we had another just complete market collapse. Uh, during that time, I've had multitudes of people tell me it's not going to happen. And they may still be right. I may be wrong. That's a possibility. But my 30 years of being in real estate and going through three complete disastrous recessions during that time, I have a feel that this is one of those times, is going to be one of those times, and that this is going to be one of the best buying opportunities that come along in a while. Now, I've been saying that already for three or four weeks ever since this thing started, that I thought it was much bigger than they pointed it out to be in the beginning. And uh, now I get the feel, as we listen to the TV uh, newscasts, that they're trying to make it feel a lot smaller than what they wanted to make it feel big as. Now, that makes no sense at all, other than unless you're feeling the same way I am. First, they hyped it up, or they, they hyped it down and said it wasn't going to be that bad, in which case I said I don't believe that. Then they hyped it up. It was going to be unbelievable, probably 10 million times worse than what they thought, and I'm exaggerating that. Um, I agreed that it's probably going to be a lot worse than what we thought. 
Uh, I was in agreement with that, not because I'm a medical person, just because I'm talking about how psychologically this stuff is messing with people's heads and how that's going to affect the economy and so forth and the amount of jobs that have been lost. So that was just, you know, my educated guess as uh, educated as in being a person who's lived through it before, but not because I'm an economist or because I'm a doctor or anything like that. But it's just my opinion, right? Uh, for whatever it's worth, that, you know, about four or five bucks to buy a cup of coffee right now. Um, but now they're trying to take it back the other direction and saying, no, looks like this thing might be over. You know, and they're saying, oh, and the, the medical people say, no, don't come out there and say it's over. People are going to come out and start doing stuff and it's going to come right back again. And that may happen, right? Because you can feel, you can feel it on the TV newscast. You can feel it in when you walk around out there in the city. People don't want to be tied down anymore. They want to come out. They want to get out. They want to get back to work. There's cabin fever everywhere. In fact, I've got some great cabin fever stuff. Uh, I don't know I'll have time to share it with you today because there's so much I do want to get across today. But if I do, I'll share it with you to blow you away. It's just funny as can be. Some of the stuff people are doing because of cabin fever. I digress. So here we are now. And let's say that the I, I predicted I, even just yesterday that will be two months before this thing comes to any type of fruition. Um, I'm still going to stay with that. I'm going to go with the fact that although we're feeling better, that the amount of people that are going to the hospital each day in New York is going down. Uh, they're looking like a plateau or maybe even a reduction of the curve. I'm still playing off the fact that we've got the rest of the country to get through. You've still got Louisiana, 500 deaths. You've got um, California with, you know, four or 500 deaths. You've got uh, New Jersey with 300 deaths. And those places haven't peaked yet. So what about the rest of the country? Well, maybe we'll get out from underneath of it. Maybe we'll figure out how to uh, contain it better than those states did. They got ahead of everybody else uh, for whatever reason. And uh, I just don't think it's going to be over yet. The other thing that you see in the news right now, which is interesting, and I don't know if it's relevant yet or what they're going to do to make it relevant. That's the thing that scares me is that they're saying that African-American people are dying at a much quicker rate. And they're saying it's because they have more of the underlying causes that if you get the virus, you'll die. Now, so you don't think that I'm prejudiced. Let me explain to you. I have all of those same underlying things. I weigh 240 pounds, 255 a week ago. I'm, you know, so I, what, what should my body weight be? My high school body weight was 185. Now, I'm overweight. My blood pressure is high. My uh, diabetes, blood sugar is high. Now I've gotten it down, okay, so it's getting better. Uh, but all the things that should be high or high or should be low or high and all things should be low or high in my blood work. So I'm one of these people too. So what is it that's killing these people? Diabetes. You know, if you look at the African-American family and you look at who they put on TV as their idols, the women, the kids are all obese. So what's going to happen socially when a very, very large percentage of people that are African-American start dying? Are they going to say that, that we're doing it on purpose? 
And so what is that going to lead to? That's going to lead to a whole nother battle of some kind. So there's going to be all kinds of things that are going to keep our society upside down, twisted for the next couple of months, if not six months to a year. So I'm predicting it's still going to be tumultuous economically. Well, here's an article that came out today. It's the first one I've seen. Somebody sent this to me, by the way. Thank you, whoever it was that sent this to me. And I'm just going to read it to you because uh, it was written by, um, let's see who it is. I'm not even going to say who it's written by because um, I want to give correct credit to who it is. And since somebody sent it to me, I don't really have the, the exact place it came from. But I'm just going to share what it says here. It says, a growing number of property investors are preparing for what they believe could be a once-in-a-generational opportunity to buy distressed real estate assets at bargain prices. Many of these investors are, are eyeballing hotels and retail centers, mortgage-backed securities, and other opportunities that are going to go out of business. These places are going to go down. How do you think a hotel stays in business when there's nobody traveling? How do you think a strip shopping center stays open when there's nobody paying the rent, right? And it's going on in this article. It's a long article. I'm not going to waste the whole time reading a whole article to you. But the bottom line is pretty simple. These big, giant investment companies are putting away cash. They're getting prepared. They're raising capital. And by the way, I've been screaming the same tune to our members here at Lifestyles Unlimited. Let's get in right now. If you're not a member now, you need to get in. You need to get invested educationally and start liquefying and liquidating, liquefying. I don't know which one actually works better. Let's say getting your position, your cash position available to where you can invest if an incredible deal comes available to you. You need to be preparing for that. You need to understand why and how to get that money, and you need to understand what you're going to do with it when it comes up. Now, I'm also going to spend some time with an article today, an email that I got from somebody who has absolutely no understanding about life. I did one the other day. It was long. It was laborious. It was hard to get through because there are people out there who believe they understand what real estate investing is that have no idea. Most of them are financially not very well off. And the reason they're not financially very well off is because their perception of the world is skewed towards being socioeconomically inept. And so if you were born into this type of social ineptness, you're going to be that way too, probably. And most of these people read and they think that they're going to get ahead because they're reading. And when they read and think they're going to get ahead, it's wrong because their idea of ahead is even wrong. And their idea of what represents being ahead is wrong. And so if I get a chance to go into this um, email today, you'll see what I'm talking about. But what I'm telling you is the world is getting ready to slice between the haves and the have-nots. There are lots of businesses out there that at this moment are not going to be able to survive. And when we come back from break, I'm going to explain to you why they're not going to be able to survive. Because I don't know that everybody even understands it except if you're in it. And since I'm sitting here with 40,000 clients that are discussing this every single day, we are seeing and witnessing what is exactly going on. And when we come back from break, I'm going to share with you the reason I believe this economy is destroyed. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. 
you have to decide, am I willing to get in right now, is the world over? Is the good world over? Is it going to crash? Missed your chance to ask Dell a question during the show? You can connect with Dell off the air, too. Go to DellOnTheRadio.com, click on the Twitter link, and ask your question. Hashtag AskDell. I believe that a good teacher has the skill set to be able to bring people through multiple levels of learning that are completely different from one another. Have a comment for Dell instead? Use hashtag TellDell. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Did you know that every dollar you invest in real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month. Equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate can increase in value over time. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. When done correctly, real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. At Lifestyles Unlimited, these are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk 1370. Man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking again about how the COVID virus is going to affect you now in the future. And we're discussing today uh, many facts, the six that I've told you that we want to watch out for uh, over this entire time we've been discussing the stuff is health, food, supplies, income, security, and investments. And I'm talking about right now a couple things along the lines of income and investments and why I think that the real estate market is going to have some absolutely great buying opportunities in the near future. And I'm getting a lot of pushback. Well, one of the reasons I believe this to be true 
is because nobody really understands how these programs the government has set up works. I mean, you got Trump out there bragging, and don't worry, I'm not a Trump, uh, never Trumper, I'm not a Trump hater, but he's out there bragging this stuff is working great and all these banks are doing really, really well, right, and getting this money out to everybody, and it's just incredible. The truth of the matter is it's not. People are not getting the money. Nobody has gotten any of the money yet so far. And uh, only a few people that I've heard of, remember I got 40,000 clients, only a few of those 40,000 clients have said that they've received anything other than an email that says, we got your application. It doesn't mean it's anywhere near approved. It doesn't mean it's anywhere near getting the money. Even if you get approved, you got to get the money. So we are weeks away from seeing any money hitting the economy. That's only the first level of the problem. The second level of the problem is they're not really, there's not really that many banks out there, and the banks that are out there that are doing the loans are trying to stick with their personal customers first. Everybody else that doesn't have a bank that does the loans can't get the loans. So, you know, you cut your percentage of people that can actually get to this down, then you get to the fact that the people that are in banks, like Bank of America, is doing the loan. Yet everybody is sending emails, we hate Bank of America, they're terrible. They won't get the job done. They're lying to us. They're misrepresenting the entire process, blah, 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 blah. Or you go one step further. Uh, the third largest bank in the country, Wells Fargo, isn't doing the loans at all because of the fact that Wells Fargo got caught up in all that illegal stuff that they did, uh, I don't remember, was it last year or so, where they were caught and, and actually were convicted of um, Opening loans for people that they, opening accounts, I'm sorry, for people that weren't real. They were actually opening accounts into other people's names that they had not asked for. And so they had hundreds of billions of dollars worth of liability, and they were put under certain restrictions. One of the restrictions was they couldn't open or sell more than a certain amount of loans. They have a limitation. So even though they had the limitation, um, you would think that they could have got the loans out to the original people. Well, I'm one of their better customers. I'm not the biggest, um, but I'm definitely not a small customer uh, with seven companies worth of business there, for thir- you know, 20 years worth of uh, banking with them. And they just flat told me the other day, we can't do it. It's over. It's done. Fed won't let us lend. Well, then an article came out today. Uh, somebody sent me the article that explained why they won't let them lend. It says, okay, Wells Fargo Paycheck Protection Program debacle. Your questions are answered. Okay? So here it is. This is April 7, 2020, and they're coming out and saying that Wells Fargo can't lend. The Fed won't let them. And what the Fed is saying is, and I had said it from the beginning to my people, I said, it does not sound like these people either can lend or want to lend. And I find out it's both because, the, first of all, they won't let them lend. They wouldn't let them lend. And then as I went through and put this out there on the radio and I put it out to all my customers, one of my customers sent me an email. And the email said, as of 11 o'clock today, let me see if I can find this. Here it is. That's how quickly this stuff is working. I mean, 11 o'clock, right when I came on uh, the show, it said, the Fed is lifting Wells Fargo asset cap so it can help lend to small businesses. In a move to aim at accelerating loans to small businesses, Federal Reserve said it is lifting Wells Fargo's asset cap. The limit was put on in place following the bank's fake, uh, fake account scandal. Under the order announced Wednesday, Wells will have to return any proceeds it gets from the Treasury or nonprofit agency. So here we go. Get this now. They're saying, okay, Wells, you can do these loans, but... The 5% we're paying banks to go out and initiate these loans, 
and the 1% interest, that uh, profit that you'll make on the loan, you can't keep. You've got to give that money either back to the federal government or to a charity of your choice. Now, you know the charity. Whatever the president's name is, my name is President of Wells Fargo, Bob Wells Fargo President. And Bob Wells Fargo President has his favorite charity, which is run by his wife, Mrs. Bob Wells Fargo President. And they're going to put 100, 200, 300, 500 million, a billion dollars into that fund, right, as a charity. And then she, of course, is going to take her million-dollar-a-year salary and her kids and everybody going to take – you know how corrupt this thing is. And it's Nancy Pelosi didn't want them to get the ability to make the loans in the first place, so somebody overrode Nancy Pelosi. Uh, probably the president put the pressure on him and said, look, you're holding back monies to people that need to get the loans. But by saying that, that they don't get to make the money, do you think Wells Fargo is really going to make the loans? Uh, the only loans they're going to make is if they can, like I said – hide the profits and put them into some type of a nonprofit organization that they can siphon back in the other door or that that nonprofit organization has um, business with them so the money ends up back in their bank anyway one way or another. Do not even believe. Don't even start to argue with me. Send me your best politician. Send me your best attorney. I will argue with them to death. That isn't going to happen. They are not going to make loans and give the profit back to the government. No, they're not. Uh, they're going to give it to somebody they can get their hands in their pocket. But in the meantime, all that stuff we said was happening and was going on for us Americans. It isn't going on for us Americans. It's not happening. So we have lots of banks that can't lend at all. We have some banks that can lend, uh, but they're under restrictions like Wells Fargo. So these loans are not getting out there, folks. Do you understand that? Now, what about this $10,000 immediately forgiven money? The other type of loan, the distress loan, um, disaster loans, not one person. We, we, we're surveying every day. Have any of you seen this money? No, not one person has seen that money. Not even been notified of anything might happen about getting that money. So in other words, man, it looks good on TV sound bites that all this stuff's going on, but none of it's actually going on. Now, let's say it does. Let's just pull the skepticism down a couple levels and go, it's taking time and it will get out there eventually. Okay, by the time it gets out there eventually, then the question is what? What will it do? You're going to be given a bunch of money, and then you're going to pay payroll with it, right? And at the end of eight weeks, if you spent it all on payroll, they're going to forgive the debt. Now, that's cool, right? Except for this. And this is where I'm sitting here going, I don't understand why people are saying this, but they've also said that if you're a private real estate investor, passive investor like we are, you can't do the payroll loan deal. The PPP loan is gone, done, can't do it, right? Can't do it because you're not an employee. You're a passive investor. So of all the people out there that own businesses where it's a passive pass-through investment, they're saying you can't do the loan. Now when we come back, even that is being disputed. We'll take a short break. Be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. As we went to break, I was talking about the fact why I believe there's still going to be major economic disruption over the next couple of months, if not longer. Uh, and especially for the apartment industry, uh, because they can't seem to figure it out. There's a deal out there right now. They're saying that the PPM loans cannot go to passive investors. In fact, the way it was, the way it's actually written in the in the law uh, or the directives is that certain businesses are disallowed from using it, and one, and one of them it just says real estate. So when you dig further and try to find out what that means, some people are saying it's passive real estate, meaning if you own real estate and you don't have any payroll there, you just own it and you operate it, and there is no payroll, then um, you're not eligible because this is a payroll replacement program. If you've got no payroll, you can't replace your payroll, right? But the real... The reality of the way most apartment complexes are run is you own your passive investment inside of an LLC and you operate it with a staff. The staff is paid for by the LLC, but the LLC is not the management company. There's another company that holds the title to the employees and you're paying the management company a contract labor agreement, both for an overriding fee to do all this and a rebate back of all the payroll they have to put into your property for you. So the property management company ends up with the payroll. So what they're shaking this out to believe so far, and remember, nobody's been paid, nobody's been agreed, has been said yes to. The criteria has still not been made available clearly as of today. Could be by tomorrow, but as of today, it hasn't. And what they're saying is, is that, well, the property management company can claim all those people. And so they can go and get a loan against that, two and a half times payroll. And if they pay all that payroll, then that payroll can be forgiven. But that management company is not going to let the company underneath of it not pay payroll. Why? Because what if they go ahead and they pay all this payroll and this business goes out of business? Remember, there's other expenses other than payroll. And what if this apartment complex goes out of business while and during the time, this eight-month period of time is going on, that they're paying payroll? And if they don't make that company pay them payroll, then they're in debt for all of this payroll from that company. But what if the government, for some fluke, decides not to dis- or to not 
um, reimburse them for the pay. In other words, it's supposed to be the loan is supposed to be forgiven. That's the way it should be stated. What if they decide not to forgive? Or what if you miss one little trick thing? Now, remember, they're changing the rules as they go. And what if they come back and say to this property management company, well, you realize these aren't really even your employees. You can't really claim a loan for them, so we're not going to forgive it for you. So now this company's stuck borrowing this money, paying it out to employees, and then realizing they're stuck for the debt because there's really no way for them to pass it on to the apartment complex. Or if there was, the apartment complex is gone. It's broke. What do they do? So you see, as much as they're screaming and yelling they've solved the problem, they haven't solved it for us in any way, shape, or form. So why am I bringing this point up other than I'm not bitching about it because what I'm telling you is it's the reason I believe we're going to make some big, big, big money because the government is screwing this up so badly about apartments that the average apartment owner out there is not going to be able to make it through this program. Why? Number one, they're telling them if they get a loan abatement, if they say, okay, you can get out of paying your loan for three months or two months or whatever. Um, and there's actually a word for that. And I, for this moment, can't remember what it is because I'm not doing it. I haven't been paying attention to it because I wouldn't do it because the limitations on it saying that as long as you have this uh, abatement in place, as long as you owe this back payments, uh, and what they're basically doing is they're taking the payments and saying, okay, you don't have to pay them for these three months, but you still have to pay them. You have to make them up. You have to catch up. And if they do that, during that time, you can't evict tenants. Well, you realize that there's already a moratorium on evicting tenants for right now, but that's going to wear off probably uh, the end of April in some states, the end of May in other states. But for everybody who's got these government-backed loans, as long as if they take that abatement of the mortgage payment, they're going to be in a situation where they're going to have to not evict tenants. Well, if you've got, if you're having a hard time making your payments in the first place because people aren't paying you, and now you're telling them we still can't evict them, then you have no leverage over them to get them to pay you, and hence, they won't. And so where will you be? You'll be out there with no income coming in. The mortgage abatement will end after three months. And uh, you're going to find yourself in no better situation than you were before you took the abatement. The reason you took it in the first place is because you couldn't afford the payments. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You add it all up. Now, a lot of people are not taking the abatement, and they're going to struggle through it and just try to make it because they know that when the, once the evictions quit and once they send people back to work, uh, they can go out there and find tenants. That won't be a problem. We'll find tenants. But there'll be a lot of tenants don't have any money. I mean, it's definitely not going to be the economy we were in, the robust economy we were in where we're raising rents. I mean, all the apartments owners that I've talked to have been in a situation where they were right in the middle of raising rents. And now they're saying, what do we do? Do we continue to raise rents? Do we stop raising rents? You know, how do, how do we deal with this thing? And the bottom line is, is we're all struggling through it. We'll get through it one way or another, but there's going to be some that are going to fall. And when those fall, there's going to be a lot of people wanting to buy stuff on the cheap. Now... The question is, there's going to be a lot of money wanting to get out there to buy in the cheap. 
I hear that over and over again. But I think you're going to find that some of the stuff's not going to be able to be purchased on the cheap. Why do I say that? Because they've already changed the loan qualifications for buying an apartment complex. The amount of money you had to have to put into it to buy it and get a loan used to be 25% down, plus escrows, three months of escrows for taxes and insurance, and one year's worth of insurance in advance. Now they're saying you're going to have to escrow your taxes, your insurance, and a year's worth of mortgage payments into an escrow account. So now you not only need 25% down, but whatever a year's worth of mortgage payments add up to, and I haven't put pen to pencil or pencil to paper yet to figure out what that's going to actually add to the amount of down payment. But we're looking at anywhere from what used to be 25 to 30% down might be 40 to 50% down. Now that's going to lower your purchasing power, no doubt about it. Or it's going to make the deal very difficult to get uh, guaranteed. Lenders are going to have to, you know, come to the table and say, I will take your loan. And all the while that's happening, there's going to be some people out there who got a lot of money, big, big money. And they're going to come in and offer cash. Don't worry about getting it refinanced out later. Once they own it, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll get their money back out of it. But if they can buy it, you know, 25 cents on the dollar, I'm sorry, 75 cents on the dollar, 25% discounts, what I was trying to say, um, they're going to make a lot of money. Now, when the last recession came, and I, I followed it down, I started buying $35,000 door properties for $25,000, then $19,000, then $14,000, then $11,000, then $8,000. That's how far they dropped. And when it all turned around and came back out the other side, we sold those properties for anywhere from thirty-five to 50000 And as of today, uh, before the crash here, a week ago, a month ago, they were probably worth sixty or 70000 So stuff comes and stuff goes, and the stock market's already started to go back up, right? So all those deals you could have bought at 19000 or 20000 the Dow 20000 they're gone already. And you're going to see this happen. What's happening is the rich get richer and the poor get poorer because of the resource availability and the understanding of the market. And that's what I'm saying is going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Right? So be prepared. Get in here. Get set up. Get educated. Be prepared to be on the sidelines with us holding your ammunition. Hey, don't go to war without a gun. Come in here. Get the gun and the bullets. Sit next to us in our army and be prepared to go out there and let's go hunting for boar. We'll be right back with the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. 
There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Austin's Talk, 1370. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we've been discussing what's going on during this COVID environment, and basically my whole argument today was we're heading into an opportunistic situation where we're going to be able to buy properties at below market prices uh, because of all the stuff that's going on that's disrupting the economy. There it is. I said it. It's out. Uh, I made points for it for three segments. Now I'm going to go into the last segment and cover two more things that I want to cover, and then I'll move on. Number one, uh, because we're sitting here having this open forum with four, you know, 40,000 clients, one of the things I'm seeing right away is that people are making up ways to try to get around the law of not evicting people and so on and so forth. And the, the, the people, landlords, are, are starting to sound retaliatory. Why? Because the government has basically said, we're shutting you down. We're not allowing you to evict people, right? Uh, we're not allowing you to get on the free money train that everybody else is getting on. And the landlords are starting to get to get mad. And they're looking for ways to get around the laws. Guys, don't do that, right? I'm ha- we're shutting people down every day with ideas, and that this is why I have no forum. I do not believe in online forums, because if you have an online forum, idiots, complete idiots, can bring up ideas and tell you how they're doing things, and other people go, wow, that sounds like a pretty neat idea. I think I'll try that, except for the fact it's illegal. And so I'm telling you right now, I'm making notice to you, watch what you're doing. Be careful, you're doing all kinds of illegal stuff. The second thing I'm gonna warn you about is that we're seeing people uh, having problems with the press. You know the press is liberal. You know that they're on the sides of the tenants and not the landlords, no matter what. And you need to, you know, cross your T's and dot your I's. One of the things that I've seen happen uh, is that we're having people, having newscasters show up at their apartment. I'm gonna give you a specific example of one that's even a close friend of mine. But the, the bottom line is this. He sent out, or his team sent out, a notice, which is the normal you haven't paid notice. Now, the normal you haven't paid notice is very, is really simply like, okay, hey, look, you need to pay your rent. Uh, if you pass three days, then you're eligible. You, you've broken the lease. You're eligible for eviction. Uh, please contact our office to make arrangements for the payment or in some way to make a payment arrangements, you know, payment plan arrangements in some form, blah, 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 right? Well, they've said you can't evict. And they said you can't, in theory, even threaten to evict. And obviously the courts are shut down, so there's no real reason to even threaten to evict. And all it's doing is creating hostility. Well, 
somebody called the news and the news people said, look, you can't send out a notice saying you're going to evict someone. And when we talked to the people and they're intelligent people, I'm telling you, they sent this eviction notice out. It could have been me. Don't get me wrong. Could have been my staff that did it. Just nobody reviewed their notices. And the general notices always have threats in them of eviction. That's just the normal procedure in the industry. But those notices need to be changed right now. And people aren't doing that. And so you're going to start seeing federal government workers coming out of the woodwork. As soon as they stop hiding from the COVID virus and get back out on the street, they're going to come after landlords for trying to evict people during a period that was quite honestly obvious that you can't evict people, right? So I'm just telling you, the other one I heard was crazy is because I heard people talking about the fact that they're going to start looking where people work and they're only going to lease to people that have good jobs. You can't do that. That's discrimination. If a person has a job and can prove income and everything else comes out to be the same, you've got to lease to them. You can't discriminate against them because you don't like their employer, right? And it's all over the place. Well, I'm being very cognizant of who my, you know, new tenants work for. And if they don't work for a company or if they don't have the kind of a job that even during a COVID virus, you know, environment, they could keep their job and work from home, then I'm not going to lease them. If they're some kind of worker that works at the bar, works at this or works at that, and as soon as something like this occurs, they can't work anymore, I'm not going to lease to people like that. Folks, I'm telling you, you're going to go down. It's only a matter of time. The left has nothing better to do than to chase down people, entrepreneurs, that are acting like thugs. And so, don't do it. All right. Having said that, I told you I'd read you something that was pretty interesting. And uh, see if I have enough time. Six, seven, eight minutes. I have only a few minutes. In life, and for 30 years, 20 years I've been doing this radio show, I guess it's only 20, um, I found that there are people that just, they don't get it. They're one can short of a six-pack. I've got an email here from a client, and a uh, nice guy, and we'll help him. We'll help him as best we can, and he needs somebody like us to be with him, to work with him. But I want you as a normal person. Only the normal people will listen to this and understand. The rest of you that don't get this or think that this is prejudice, me printing or, I'm sorry, reciting this, then you're probably just like them. You don't get it. Sometimes I just like people to get it. So the guy writes me and says, um, I was born in greater Los Angeles area and I'm age 25 years old. No, at age 25, I realized that I wasn't a millionaire like I had planned. All right, right there. Who the heck plans to be a millionaire by age 25? All right? Even if all of us dream of being millionaires... We don't take it as a life defeat at 25 and we're not millionaires. So he goes on and says, I realized that I wasn't a millionaire like I planned. I felt like my life was off track. So I did several crazy things. I asked a girl to marry me. Why do you, if you're not where you want to be financially, ask a girl to marry you? How do you come to that decision that that's the right thing to do? And of course, she said no, because she could see that you didn't have it together. 
and I decided to go buy a condo to live in. How does getting turned down by a woman for marriage lead you to go buy a condo? And of course, you haven't taken my class yet, so you don't know that the one thing you never buy is a condo, that absolutely everything you, that ever go wrong in real estate goes wrong with a condo. Everybody that knows me out there knows this to be true, that I've been saying this for 20 years. So don't think I just made this up to match what this guy went through. I've told you forever, don't buy a condo. Well, it looks like we ran out of time. Have a great day. I'll cover you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past your podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. The place to turn. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.